when you write about things, um, I got quite a lot of like useful response. First of all, just people sort of sharing in the experience with me and then actually people sharing useful things and, and also their stories. I'm singing my rage I'm singing this fear out and I sing it over and over again Welcome to Change Making Women the podcast for women who make a difference with Siada Bade in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania and Marianne Clements in London in the UK Hi everyone and Happy New Year it has been a while since we last um, podcasted, but we we decided to take a long break and just take a, a break, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you, Marianne? Welcome back to Change Making Women. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? No bad at all. Um, in case you're wondering, and in, in case you're tuning in, this is your first time listening to us um, on our Change Making Women podcast. My name is Ziada, and I'm podcasting all the way from Dar es Salaam. And I um, together with sorry, together with Marianne, and tonight I'm I'm podcasting from Gujarat in India, but I normally <laughs> live in London in the UK. <laughs> yeah, so 2019, new things, lovely. <laughs> we start from uh, <laughs> far, far, uh, far, far lands. Far oh, lands. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, how have you been? I'm good. And the, one of the things I've been noticing since I've been here is not too many, mm. but the odd, odd Swahili words, or rather they're, they're obviously words from here that are in, have been, you know, borrowed in Swahili. Like, uh, yeah. you know, cumin, jira. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I want to buy cumin. And the woman's like, jira. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and things like that. So it's, <laughs> there's just a few. And obviously, you know, like pilau. <laughs> that one is mm. obvious. But there, there so are is it making it easier for you to understand that there's some Gujarati? Like, like, I understand a little, little, tiny bit of what mm. people are saying occasionally. <laughs> it's not so much. Okay. Much, but it's interesting. Right. It reminds me that words travel around the world, you know? Mm. <laughs> With okay, people. so I guess, I guess I'll go right ahead and just ask you, first of all, how was your break? Mm-hmm. One question. And question number two is, what have you been up to um, since we last recorded? Yeah, so I think maybe the last time we recorded, or the well, last time we spoke about what we were up to, might have been when I was doing the healing solidarity thing last year, which was, I think, I don't, I don't know how much we talked about how it went, but anyway, I did this online event about reimagining international development, and uh, yeah, it went really well. There was a lot of people interested in the conversations that I was trying to create and so one of my things for 2019 nearly said 18 then 19 is like to take some of that stuff forward and I'm I'm kind of sitting with what that's going to look like still but there's something some things that are going to come out of that this year for me I think Mm. um and then as you know and as I shared on social media then I also had another miscarriage in December so that um was really sad and and a time when I kind of stepped back from from the things I was working on and just took some space my family and um so that's the kind of other theme since we spoke I guess it's just kind of 
a bit coping with that and yeah just go just going through that um this time I decided that I was going to share about it on yeah mm. and um yeah because when I had the first one which was a long time ago now before I had my son before we had our son uh I remember saying I'm going to write about this one day and then I never you know I never did it I did it but I never published it anywhere I never did anything with it because once you're out of that the, the kind of period where you're in shock or you know in kind of in the middle of it that you know writing about it is different and I I wanted to write about it how it really was you know so this time I just decided right this time I'm writing this time I don't I'm not gonna you know hold back so actually that was quite a in some ways it was a really interesting experience and I know we've talked about it on the show before but like when you write about things um I got quite a lot of like useful response first of all just people sort of sharing in the experience with me and then actually people sharing useful things and and also their stories you know and actually that in some ways was quite uplifting although a bit overwhelming at times like it was hard to get back to everyone because I wasn't in the space really to spend a lot of time online or but there was something about and we who did we talk about it with Wambui I think there was something about sharing that really painful, sad moment of grief that actually kind of had some upliftingness to it, if that makes sense. Mm, and, uh, and I have to commend you for that. It was really courageous of you to actually be able to share that, you know, with the rest of the world, you know, um, to see that, to share the experiences. Because um, I would imagine a lot of women actually go through that and no one really ever wants to talk about it um, or put it out there for, you know, for other people to, to read. And, and, you know, and I would read your post and I would, you know, actually be there and do sort of feel your, where you're coming from and feel your pain and whatever it is that you, you're going through. Of course, I'll never understand what you're going through, but then it sort of gives you a perspective of, you know, how, at least how someone is feeling and the fact that you know you're talking about it then sort of make it easier for it makes it easier for someone else to come up and talk about what they're what's going on with them mm. you know um with, who are still who have similar situation yeah yeah and yeah absolutely thank you and, and my intention actually wasn't really to ask for support or any interaction it was just to have that place of like other people it not being silent you know not being something that I hit was silent about and even though before I talked about it and obviously we talked about it on the yeah. podcast but there was something about writing about it in the moment that felt really important somehow yeah. and then I also wanted to say about that that I found this book this time um it was called saying goodbye by a, an English woman I think or a woman in the UK yeah. anyway who um she's called Zoe Clark Coates which is funny because my my maiden name was Coates so it's funny because she's kind of got got my name Mm. (laughs) but um it's a uh it's called saying goodbye and it's like a a book for people that are that have lost a baby at any stage and it and she tells her story Mm. where she she lost four or five babies at different stages and she tells her story but then what she has is like you know it's one of these books where there's a list, a page you can read every day kind of thing, you know? Okay. And, um, 
you know, it's like 90 days of support with, you know, the grief of losing a baby. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of the things she write are just write, writes in there are just really useful and poignant. I don't know. I just found it re- really helpful. And I hadn't heard about it before. And I think it's been published since the first time I had a miscarriage, like in the last year or two. And um, she, she also has a trust that supports people in other ways. But the book is really, um, yeah, I just found it a really useful thing. I'll put a link in the show notes, actually. Cause she, because she's coming from having experienced it herself, you know, it's very real, you know? Because <laughs> one of the things that happens is that people come up with all these ways to kind of explain it or, you know, or like, and actually don't, you know, or tell you just to pray more or <laughs> try it, try this or that, you know, solution. Uh, and it's actually absolutely. not always that helpful, you know? And she really, obviously really gets that. So it's not, it's not like anything about solutions it's just about grief and and ways of being mm. it when you've lost a baby so anyway I just wanted to mention that book yeah I guess it's just a you know it's a whole healing process that right. someone actually needs and sometimes you don't know where to get it and you can find it probably in a book or so yeah and I think because it's something that people haven't talked about and that's not just in kind of the culture I come from but I think it's in a lot of the world maybe everywhere mm. It's something that you know people around you don't necessarily know how to support you with. They, 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 if they haven't experienced it, they actually don't. Mm. You know, they actually don't. Yeah, absolutely, they don't know. And and sometimes you know people will will feel like even you know the fact that you're even sharing it. Yeah. Um, they'll be like, oh my god, this is just too much information on social media. Um, you should you know be able to handle whatever situation it it is that you have on your own but i think it's reached up a stage where you know especially women um you get your source of inspiration from anywhere it could be anywhere it could be just a comment on your social media post it could be a stranger walking to you and telling you something so you just never know where you get that point of encouragement um that point of you know where it tips off and you start your healing process yeah you know that's yeah so that's just my belief so it doesn't matter where you pour your heart out um even if it's social media or you write a book or you know it's a blog or whatever source you use to pour out your feelings and tell the rest of the world how you feel i think that's that's when you start healing as well yeah i totally agree with that and i um i just wanted to i just remembered as you were talking one of the things that she says in there that i happen to find really helpful and it's like, um, you know, people, pe- people often feel like, oh, you know, miscarriage, it's, it's not like you lost uh, someone who, was, who, who you knew or was living or, you know, it's kind of like, it, it's not like a person. It's not like people kind of take it like it's just, oh, you know, bad luck or, or whatever they, they, whatever their meaning or, or explanation, they don't think about, you know, that for you, it feels like you really lost someone. And um, she talks about the fact that now, like, science is discovering that um, when we're pregnant, some of the cells from our babies, even if they're not born, even if we lose them, come into our body as well as us giving them cells. I'm not very good at explaining science. (laughs) But, like, some of their cells come to us. So they've discovered that it's it's transfer in both directions through the placenta or through through, through you growing a baby in your womb. So actually, even if you lose a child, there's an impact on you, you know, even though you didn't meet 
you know a living child there is actually an mm. impact on your, your a physical impact on your body as well as an impact on your mind and stuff so yeah. I found that yeah. really kind of like oh right wow okay that kind of makes sense to me and it and it and um it kind of I don't know, there's something that you sense about that maybe, or I sensed about that. And then it's like, oh, actually, that is actually something that they've discovered is actually true. It's not just in your head, you know? <laughs> um, absolutely. Anyway, let's talk okay. about something else too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on a higher note, mm-hmm. um, so what I did um, after um, our last post, we, we finally managed to do our PDPD Expo 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that was exciting. This time around, we added a few more features. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it was a bit stressful, and, and we decided to actually record our journey, um, just taking people through what it takes to plan an event, because half of the time, people just do not understand, you know, how it's just like, oh my God, an event is like magic, but there are highs and there are lows and, and whatnot. And that's available actually on our YouTube, uh, YouTube page. Mm, cool. Exactly. So this time around, we had different features. We actually had awards. We added awards, awards for uh-huh. the first time. Yes. Um, and we had like four categories. Mm-hmm. So it was, we, are, we were awarding the uh, best uh, saloons. We were awarding best barbers. Uh, best barber shops that is uh, we were awarding also best stylist as well as mm-hmm. um, best brands of the year cool. so that was quite exciting and uh, amazingly we had a beautiful response to it mm-hmm. uh, it was just we were overwhelmed actually because we just started this thing you know be like you know what why don't why don't we recognize these people you know they're doing so much work in terms of you know the beauty and hair industry especially in Tanzania so why not give them that recognition and yeah. it was completely amazing and beautiful the response we got from people so, so you had people vote for them yeah so we had um we have a, actually a, a voting website for it mm-hmm. um so people would vote for their best um for the best um categories yes Cool. So, are you going to tell us something about who won? <laughs> um, I, I wish I would remember all of them. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember one of them? <laughs> I do remember. Um, best brand. It won. Um, they won. They're called Natural Desire. This is an app. It's up and coming. I mean, they started. I think it's two to three to four years. Two, three mm-hmm. years now. They have. Um, they have. They started off having a um, creating products mm-hmm. for hair. Mm-hmm. So it's locally made products. Um, for natural hair, that is, and then they went ahead and opened up their salon. Oh, so cool. yeah, so it's it's really amazing to see, you know, our local, um, you know, you have local entrepreneurs who are coming up with all these amazing products for the natural hair and actually just embracing everything. And at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do, you know, to push local products to go out there. And people to just trust the local products. I mean, I, I think I've spoken about this so many times here on Change Making Women. I can't emphasizing enough. Yeah, so that was uh, one of them. And uh, yeah, we also had one surprise um, surprise award on the day that did not include people voting. That was um, we just had judges going around looking at displays. Um, we called it um, the best brand on the day. 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, in the show. Yeah, so, yes, during the whole um, expo, so whereby, you know, whoever that had the best display, um, the, so that is locally products, best display, best customer service. So we looked at all of that. Um, and then I think the winner was called Kim's Hair. So Kim's Hair, they, um, they do their own um, hair, braiding hair and crochet hair for the natural hair. So it, again, mm -hmm. that's uh, made in Tanzania product as well. Oh. So it was quite exciting. We also had hair show. It was one of the major hair shows we've had. I think that was one of the highlights as well of the show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, so that was quite um, interesting as well. Of course, now the, the normal things that are on the show, like your performances and people buying, you know, and we had mm -hmm. a keynote speaker um, all the way from Kenya. Her name is Michelle Ntalami. She's one of the, actually one of the biggest um, um, when it comes to natural hair products um, mm -hmm. in Kenya, okay. I would say around East Africa as well. So that was also one of the biggest highlights. And we also had a guest. Um, hair artist all the way from South Africa. Wow. Yeah, so um, she was showcasing what she could do with her hair. So she calls herself a hair artist, um, unconventional hairstylist. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. But, um, she calls herself a hair hair creative. So it's um, it was really amazing, really really amazing, and we got to do that again. Um, so we decided, you know what, we're just going to we can record everything, but at least we can record the two days um, towards towards the show. So that's what we are. I um, mean, it's a four part series. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I didn't know about that. I'm going to watch that. Or maybe yes. it went through <laughs> my head at the time, but I'm going to watch that. And then, yeah, absolutely. So it was I, amazing. Yeah. Inspire people to go to your Instagram as well because they want to see some of these amazing hairstyles. Absolutely. So seeing that in my feed, like just basically the yeah. hair that you you have on. <laughs> you oh. have <laughs> like exciting enough <laughs> yeah so i mean you can catch the um uh, the you know the the snippets of the of the series mm -hmm. that's on our instagram that's okay cool tz but you can also watch the full um this like the full clips on our youtube um it's called kipili pili okay, yeah cool. i'm gonna check it out so what's Absolutely. next What's so next? what's next? What's more exciting now? This is on an individual level. Mm -hmm. um, so last year, I finally got the guts to start a travel vlog. So, so far, I'm just on, um, on Instagram. Of mm. course, plans are there, you know, to, to actually start vlogging um, completely. It's video or write about it more. But I just started first on Instagram and to see how, you know, just how the audience will pick it up, how people feel about it and so on so yeah I guess I spent um the last of last year of course work related um whether it was work related or personal but I spent a lot of time traveling within Tanzania that mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. um so if it was work I definitely took advantage of the fact that I'm I'm in that place so <laughs> I'll go see different areas you know and share that with the rest of the audience mm -hmm. and so that was excited for me to actually get the guts to start it because I've been meaning to start um, a travel channel for such a long time but then I've always put it at the back of my head and I wasn't confident enough to actually just start it because I would feel like um, 
not good enough or what story should I tell or, you know, I see this other page that's so beautiful and I just get completely intimidated. But then I said, you I know, know what, yeah. just start and then you figure it out as you go along. So I guess uh, as time goes by, I'm getting comfortable slowly, but I have to say it hasn't been really easy. It's just you have a lot of content, but you just don't know what to put out, what to say, how to write it. Um, most of the time you're second guessing yourself, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. So for, I guess the past uh, last year, it's, it's been exciting for me just traveling from one place to another. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm loving seeing those posts and uh, I think like, um, oh, first of all, tell us that the ha- Instagram handle for people listening. Um, so for the Instagram handle, it's called Ziada Travels. That's Z-I-A-D-A-T-R-A-V-E-L-S. Yeah, cool. It's one word, yes. Um, yeah, I'm loving seeing them and I think, I think the lesson that I learned about social media in 2018 is just like, yeah you 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 can probably be braver than you think or something like that you know (laughs) like sometimes that whole thing of second guessing yourself is like I don't know yeah it takes it it takes your time and attention more than just like just putting things up and seeing what happens right (laughs) absolutely so it's just I guess it's just um sometimes we you kill yourself by second guessing yourself, sort of. Mm-hmm. So you become like your worst critic. Yeah. But then I guess no one really knows what they're doing unless you start doing it, and then you start perfecting the art. But then how do you perfect if you don't start at the same time? So yeah. So I guess lesson for me was go ahead and start and see where it goes. Otherwise, right. you'll never know. Right. Yeah. And so well, yeah. Oh no, I just wanted to say like, what's your plans for um, Ziada Travels in 2019? <laughs> so plans for Ziada Travels 2019. Hmm. One thing is I would try and now keep trying as much as I can within Tanzania because I would really like to show all the parts of Tanzania, all the beautiful, the beautiful side of of Tanzania um, and all you know the places that we have because it's a beautiful country and you know we explore it and most of the time we probably don't explore it as much as we would because of time or because of you know just responsibilities and work and whatnot so um, I've just made a vow that I will have you know I'll make time to travel and see more places and share that the audience mm-hmm. um yeah so that's the plan and hopefully you know try and actually do a proper vlogging on on youtube yeah i would like to share more <laughs> i think that would be really cool i'm excited so that's the plan as long as you know as as long as i can get off my fear of video that's all so that's another I, I guess you know as I go along what I'm trying to do is just tackle my fears because yeah. I've always been I've always been in I've kind of been in broadcast I've always been in the background you know sort of content but then being the kind of person who wants to be in front of the camera <laughs> thinking about what I'm producing so I want to conquer that fear as well and I want to be confident about it Yes, that's sure. also 
one of the things that I would, I would like to do um, this year. So that's on the other travels. And in terms of, you know, keep it really just expand more. I know we had, my business partner and myself, we had a lot of plans last year, but due to work and whatnot, we, the plans kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. But this year we want to pick that up again and, and actually try and expand the business as much as we can and reach, you know, to all the heights and the goals and that we had. I, I just, I just want to call you up on something. You just did yourself a disservice by saying you've always been behind the scenes because you've been on radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much, you know, with radio for me, it is, it is so natural because no one is seeing thing. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just my voice, you know, so yeah. I'm okay. I think my biggest fear is people sort of criticizing me. So if you criticize my voice, I'm quite okay with that. But it's just now with the video, it's like you're seeing me and I used to get no, I still kind of do. So that's what I'm trying to tackle. Yeah. The fact that I'll get criticized for whatever I put out. But then how am I going to move forward if I don't receive that criticism in a more positive way so I can work, you know, to improve myself? Mm-hmm. So I guess that has always been a battle for me. Yeah. And it is a battle. And actually, it's making me think of uh, something I think of sometimes that I learned from your husband. <laughs> Which is like, I remember, I think the first time I went in the studio with him on, yeah. on one of his shows. And, uh, mm. I, and, uh, and, and, it, and it's like, he, afterwards, I'm like, you're not going to listen. Because I think I wanted to listen to hear what I sounded like, right? And he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to listen to it today. <laughs> and I actually think that's really smart, how you don't listen back straight away, you know? Yeah. No, I remember having a, no, having a conversation with you, and you told me the exact same thing. Like, yeah. um, I don't like listening to myself. Yeah. So you can imagine me going through the same thing, saying that I don't like watching myself. Exactly. So even as I'm putting, you know, I'm putting these videos, the small snippets of the, you know, behind the scenes in our journey with the Pili I don't even like watching that. Yeah, because you, you shouldn't watch it. Don't watch it. You know, I, I don't want to watch that. But in actual fact, you are supposed to watch it. So next time you know exactly, you know, you learn something from that. But I don't, I... I get scared of watching myself. And then people walk up to me and say, you know what? I mean, you're, you know, this behind the scenes are so informative. They're so helpful. I mean, they're, they're showing the reality of planning an event. And you're like, oh, okay. So the, whatever content I put out, it's actually, yes, not most of it is good or most of it is bad, but you actually get that feedback. Yeah, so it's it's, I guess for me it's a scary process. <laughs> yeah, and but but what I think about it is the thing that I got from that thing that Jerry said to me years ago was that what about if I if I watch it later? From, you know, yes, I want to watch to see where I can improve, but I don't want to watch it until it's like, you know, <laughs> like I've put it out because otherwise you end up redoing something five times. I've been there too, you know. Like I'll never put something out because I'm like trying to make the video again because I didn't like the way I was looking at the camera, <laughs> you know? And and half the time, like you're judging yourself so much worse than other people would judge you, you know? So like, and I think it's something about the fact that you can put it out yourself, you know, like in the old days with like broadcasting, you had to go to a studio and someone else had the recording and they would tell you it's a wrap, right? And that would be it, right? And maybe you wouldn't have the choice whether it goes live or not. But now you've got the choice. It's actually a bit of a burden. <laughs> no? 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So that's in terms of my plans. What are your plans for 2019? So, yeah, it's taking Healing Solidarity forward. And I, I don't, I can't exactly tell you exactly quite how. Uh, I've been, what I did since, since the event was broadcast uh, um, in September is I've been talking to lots of people interested and wanted to know what I was going to do next. And so I've just been talking to them all. And just trying to basically, you know, pull together the things about it that interested them, what they'd like to see more of, that kind of stuff. And so I'm, I'm getting to a point now where I want to kind of make some decisions. So it's that. And then also what I want to do when I get home from here is I want to sort of spend some time uh, doing some writing as well. There's, there's something I want to, which I don't, I don't want to actually tell you the details. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know when you're when you're writing, it's like things morph into other things. <laughs> I've got an idea, <laughs> and I want to spend like a good chunk of time seeing whether a book comes out of it. <laughs> okay, but well, go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and maybe it will, and maybe a few articles will come out of it. Maybe it isn't. You know, it's like you don't know until you start. Um, in some ways, or I find that you know, it's sort of. It's kind of, that's the creative process, I guess, isn't it? Like, you, I've got some ideas, but I don't know if they're, I don't know exactly where they'll go when I start putting them on the page. But the point is, I want to give myself I think, time yeah. to see. Yeah, I think the best way is just to write down ideas every time they come to you. Just start working around, you know, a nice, tiny yeah. little not, notepad. Yeah, I've <laughs> yeah, been doing that. And now I just want to give myself enough time to explore them you know um so that's what i want to do the next few months i want to be kind of mm. home based or, or you know locally based like just kind of exploring some ideas mm. it feels like a good time in england yeah. right now like february is kind of cold and depressing so that's kind of a good time yeah. to be working on ideas <laughs> and not going absolutely out yeah great yeah so i think that marks the end of our show for today yeah and but we'll be back right yeah definitely we'll be back um let's just say this is a new season for it should be season three by now um i think see, season show. two was a bit of a wobble but, though i think we should yeah, it I was a wobble say, but let's say two <laughs> okay, season two um 2.5 yeah 2.5 is fine i can take that Oh, season two repeat. Repeat. B or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. So um it was really great talking to you, Marianne. Um and uh yeah, um I hope this time around we'll actually, you know, with season two we'll we'll keep at it. And we're gonna keep at it. <laughs> keep listening to us. Our website is still up. Um that's uh, www.changemakingwomen.com. You yeah. can go and check it out and you can check out the rest of the uh, podcasts that we recorded um, a whole of like last 70, year. Which are like 70. They're yeah, there are about 70 of them. So, you know, we spoke to, we managed to speak to different women um, around the time, you know, different stories and, and, and so on. So just go have a listen and don't forget to leave us your feedback. Um, we do have our Instagram page. Of- <laughs> Yeah, I'm laughing at our Instagram page though. Yeah, well, I do have an Instagram page um, that is Change Making Women, so you can go um, and, read a few. And yeah, so Twitter, we have Change Make Women, and we have a yeah. Facebook page too. Yes. Making Women. 
or change exactly. making women? Which one? It's change making women for Thank for it's, it's only the Twitter that has change make women. Because we couldn't. Um, Exactly. So you can always leave us your feedback there. You can always ask us questions or you can always suggest a topic for us to discuss. Yeah. And we got, we're going to have yeah. some interesting topics coming up in the next few months. So Absolutely. And if you do space. want to be, do, if you do want to be a guest as well, um, you can always also write to us. Write to us via one of our uh, social media thingies and we'll get back to you. Right? Absolutely. We'll definitely get back to you. Thanks for listening to our show today. It's going to be produced uh-huh. by Ziada Abed. Yeah. <laughs> love. And I'm Marianne Clements. Talk to you next time. Take care. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>